All right, all right. Uh, we are back again. Uh, the All In Podcast. We're here in Franklin, Tennessee, just outside Nashville, in Great uh, Franklin, the suburb, Cool Springs. And I've got a very special guest, someone I met not that so long ago. Um, but I've got Jim Morris here. He is uh, an originally from Boston, so he's a Bostonian living here in Nashville, and uh, he's been enjoying every moment of it. Uh, he's an entrepreneur, a speaker, a real estate investor, a real estate and agent. He's an investor and an owner of an event company that I'm aware of called Impact Social Events. Uh, we're going to talk about that. Um, his main mantra is relating to all aspects of life, how to plan for a future. So we're going to talk about what it means to be all in on planning today. Jim is big in planning. So whether it's health, marriage, parenting, social engagement, or wealth, he's always planning for his future uh, by the decisions he makes, he makes today. And uh, our decision made today. So he believes in making decision making growth tactics occur through mindset, which he and I talk a lot about goal setting, accountability, clarity, and relationships. And Jim is often the person who zags when others are zigging uh, because of his futuristic outlook and his passion for utilizing data and analytics for informed decisions. Um, he's got a big conference coming up that we'll talk about. Uh, so we want to welcome Jim Morris today. Jim, welcome. Thanks for thanks for coming. Thanks, Mark. I appreciate the opportunity yeah. to have another great conversation with you, as we always do, and uh, hopefully educate and help some people out there listen to the All In podcast. Well, first, let's talk about let's talk about uh, your new pop. Yes, brand new dad. Yes, like, first one. Yep. How's that going? Amazing, amazing. Uh, a month and two days old as of today. Oh wow, little girl. And, uh, you know, we're trying to figure it all out, right? A lot of things going on, a lot of things I want to do in my business, my wife's business. So we bring in the little baby and it's time to throw it all out the door and re-strategize and replan. Yeah. Yeah. Now, how long have you guys been here? You've been here from Boston. From Boston. Red, Red Sox fans, the whole nine yards. Yep. So tell us, tell us, tell everybody how you came here. Yeah. So I've been here coming up on five years um, from Boston. And when I moved here... Uh, I didn't know anything about Nashville or Tennessee. I didn't know anybody here. I have no family here. I didn't like country music at the time. And I just took a risk. I needed some change. Um, so I've absolutely fallen in love with Nashville. It's going to be home for a while. And uh, I'm looking forward to make five into, you know, 105 Meaning I'll live to yeah. almost 150. <laughs> you miss Boston at all? The, I do. I do. You what know? do you miss about it? Um, I, I lived right in the city for a while, uh, right outside of Fenway Park. Mm. So obviously we've got the sounds and minor league baseball here, but I do miss the park. Mm. I do miss the MLB, you know, the walkability. Boston's just so unique. Yeah. And the food scene's amazing. Now, Nashville's getting there on food. <laughs> yeah. But Boston food is pretty awesome. And as you know, I love my chowder. And my, and my lobster. So, <laughs> so uh, you don't miss the snow? I don't miss the snow. Yeah. I can I always wondered. fly back and snowboard <laughs> when I need to, you know? So, <laughs> so planning, man, that's a big thing. So it covers so many, so many avenues. And, um, you know, what got you interested where you're, you really want to go around and, and start talking about how to plan for your future? I mean, you've got this, you've got this, uh, this event company called Impact Social, um, and you've been big in the community. That's how we met. Yeah. Um, I think we just saw each other and said, hey, I probably need to know this person and vice versa. Mm -hmm. Next thing you know, I'm speaking at the event. And so, but talk about kind of what, how this all came about. So 
I guess it really derives from moving to Nashville, right? So coming from Boston to Nashville, north to south, a lot of changes, a lot of differences. And the plan went sideways. I worked for a company here. It wasn't a great fit. Um, I ended up starting other companies and selling a company, but I had to have a plan in order to get here. And that plan went sideways. So how do you plan a little bit more diligently, use some more data analytics, you know, to make the right decision, but also have a backup plan. And that backup plan was real estate. And as we were talking about earlier today, real estate has been very generous to me and my family. Mm. So, you know, having that backup plan, you know, A, B, and C allowed me to be in a great position, even when things didn't go the right way, especially on that first plan. Yeah. How's it going so far? You Pretty like good. it? Man, I love it. Jamming, I love huh? it. Things you got are a lot good. of stuff going, man. And I'm, I'm super proud of you and proud for you, especially when you have your first child. I yeah. mean, now that's got to be a good feeling when you know things are moving in the right direction. Right at the same time, you bring some, uh, you know, someone in the world. Yeah, I, uh, I didn't think I'd get married, and I didn't think I'd have children. And uh, okay. here I am today, in probably the best part of my life, I would say. I think 2022 was is is currently the best year of my life so far. So very excited about that. That's awesome. Yeah. So what's what could 23 be better to make to even top that? Like. You've got some stuff coming up, which we can talk about. We can have to talk about it now, but like impact, you've got some other things going, but what's coming up in 2023 that you're excited about? I'm excited about the opportunity to help people and deeper relationships. So as you know, in 2022, real estate was just so crazy mm. that a little bit of corners were cut. Yeah. It, you know, if you, you do as many deals as I did and, and some others, you sometimes, you know, because the market's so crazy and moves so fast, you, you had, you couldn't focus on those relationships. So I'm excited in 2023 to really just go deeper with my people and love on them as much as I can, because I don't have to show a house in 30 minutes from when it hits the market in order to get a contract in and win it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Cause my whole thing was speed to lead. Mm -hmm. I need to show the house. I need to be the first person to show the house and the first contract and work that relationship. So they choose us. Yeah. So I'm excited to have a little bit more time in real estate to focus on my people and go deeper with them. You know, in real estate, you know, I, you know, when you think of someone that's a realtor and you just think, and maybe you think that's only the only thing you think. When I think of you, I never think of just your realtor. So I want you to know that, first of all. And that's, I think that speaks to what you have going on. Um, but and especially impact. Talk about that. It's a great event. Um, it's genius. I think that it, I saw that and I was like, you know. <laughs> that's kind of what I'd like to do. And so talk about cool. that and how it started and where, where it's going. So, you know, I moved here for a corporate job that didn't necessarily work out well, started an organic frozen beverage company. And then once I left the corporate world a week later, COVID hit. Yeah. So we were selling equipment and product to restaurants. No restaurants were buying those products or equipment. So I said, okay, how do I network? How do I meet more people? I'm an entrepreneur. I'm the owner of this business. We did 850,000 the first year while I was working full time. We had big plans to do 2 million this year. Um, what do I do? And my solution to that was to go network and go to events, but it was COVID and no one was having events. So what I did was I leveraged my hospitality relationships mm -hmm. and I started throwing events when no one was doing events. Right. So that's really how impact started selfishly because I needed to meet people or yeah. my whole world was going to go down the drain. Right. right. And I wasn't going to let COVID 
define who I am and who right. I'm going to be. So I started an event company, started throwing events every month, started with about 30 people. Uh, we've gotten up to about 170 people in events. Uh, the one that you came to, we were sitting around 100, 110. Um, we do it. It's, it's unique. It's different. Um, I think that's really where our success has come has been, you know, networking, not normal. Mm -hmm. This is kind of what we called the series. So yeah, we, I started organically um, because I just didn't want to sit back and let society and COVID kind of tell me how my business was going to go. Now in that process, I ended up selling the organic frozen beverage company mm -hmm. um, and really turning up the heat on these events. So as we progressed, you know, I think we did 18 months in a row um, continuous, having all those folks come and mm -hmm. make those connections and people growing their business. And then as we move into this year, we're, we're transitioning to kind of four big events, a masterminds kind of boot camp, and then a large conference in October of 2023, about 500 people. Now I'll know this for a fact, but putting on events uh, that takes planning. Yes. Right? <laughs> and a lot of it, you can't do it all yourself. Can you? No. No, yeah. I got a small team. Uh, Janelle on my team is absolutely amazing. Mm -hmm. She helps out with the marketing. Right back here. And plus yep. these, these fine folks here. I've got here. these folks who are videoing this, Eugene and Heather. They're absolutely amazing. Um, so utilizing that and an assistant has allowed me to kind of get everything out on the forefront, plan it, hit the marketing hard, create value. And then, you know, I'm always asking for feedback. Yeah. What'd you like? What didn't you like? You know, I just rolled out a survey last week to about 150 people, had 65 responses. So we take that stuff serious. We continuously want to grow. We want to deliver and distribute what the people want that will help them make better relationships and plan for their future with those relationships. Right. I mean, I, th I don't want at this point to get lost to how you, you moved here in, a, in the worst possible time that you probably could think of to start. People were, were not really thinking events. I mean, it was kind of anti-social because people are worried about getting COVID, right? And so here you come, you, and then you, not only do you, you just kind of zag, like we talked about, right? When people are zigging, um, but you took a fast track, man. This thing, you've grown fast. Why do you think you grew so fast? I mean, is it about the planning? I think so. And I mean, I, you're a hard worker, and yeah, I want to say, I mean. But I think anybody can be a hard worker, right? I mean, yeah. there's only so many hours in the day, and you need sleep, right, and to revitalize your body, but you know, planning this out and strategically thinking ahead, you know, at this conference, I, I'm talking to people about it being in October of 23 and everybody's going, man, that's like a year away. I started thinking about this two and a half years ago. Yeah. 2023 is just the year it's going to happen. Right. right. Yeah. So, you know, things take time and, and diligence. And, you know, if, if you're going down one path, you may need to pivot as my life has been, especially since moving to Nashville. Um, so really just trying to focus on that and, keep hitting, you know, pounding the pavement and getting feedback. I think that's the biggest thing. Your client, your customer, the people that need these events, that need these relationships, talking and speaking with them and understanding exactly what they're looking for and how to benefit them, right? Opposed to that selfish approach, which is kind of crazy because the company started out yeah. selfishly for me because I thought my life was ruined, right? right? I just left yeah. the corporate world, you know, a good salary, safety, protection. Right. And here I am uh, during COVID going, what am I going to do? So I think as I switch that mindset and really do these events to help people and help them grow, I think that's really the key. Right. I just think it's cool. I mean, we just have so many people that we just overlap. I mean, I think you just really play. I mean, I grew up here, but you plugged yourself into the community and, um, 
you know, I think, uh, you know, in, ingratiate yourself. It's just, it's been cool to watch. Thanks, I mean, man. It's been really cool to watch. And, you. uh, you know, your energy, I think it, it brings a lot to the table. And so I think, you know, leadership wise, um, people gravitate to that. I appreciate that. You know, that. and the positive, you know, you're always, you know, an abundance mentality. I mean, um, I don't even think we've ever closed a deal together, but you know, the thing is, it's like, it's just, how can we all win? You know, I want, I want to see everyone win, you know, yeah. and I know that you, you, I get, you propel me to the, to, to feel that even more. Everyone appreciate around that, me, right? man. I mean, appreciate that. Yeah. The best compliment is giving energy in my mind. If, if we talk, we hang, we do whatever. And you tell me that you feel good and fired up or have energy. I mean, that's the best. That's the, that's what I want. I was telling a friend the other day, $52,000 commission check when I sold the property did not feel anything like after I spoke on a stage and 26 people the next day told me that they really needed to hear that I've helped them mm. and it's amazing. That right there That's it, is the it? best feeling ever. Yeah. $52,000 commission check, which is money. Right. The right. feelings are different. So. Yeah, I mean, I think about that. <laughs> the, the, stage, the stage thing is something. I mean, it's, uh, you know, the impact, you can see people, they're, you know, you're impacting them. Uh, I see it when you're on the stage and, uh, you know, people are standing there gazing at you and, uh, brother, you're in your element. You really are. Appreciate and, that. And um, you're not, a, you're a young guy too. I mean, you're, uh, so this is not something that, that I think that, it, did, did this come naturally for you, do you think? Or I always wanted to speak. Um, you know, I think I need to get over some fears I had personally, mm -hmm. right? Internally, trauma, things like that. You know, vulnerability was a little hard for me over the years, growing up in Boston and being so rough and aggressive. And, you know, you want to talk about feelings with mm -hmm. your boys up in Boston. They're like, man, not so much. Beat it, you know? Right. Uh, you going to drink that beer or do I need to drink it for you? Right. <laughs> That's so, you know, kind of overcoming that and kind of being in the South where there's more opportunity to, to be honest and vulnerable and people yeah. appreciate that, you know, not saying that people don't in Boston, but it was a, little, it was a lot easier for me to open up. Once I kind of got past that, um, I think I really hit my stride. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, vulnerability. And there's still so much to do. Don't by, oh, yeah. by no means don't think I'm, I'm anybody special or great, but you know, I think that now I've overcome that it's been a lot easier and you feel that, and I feel that energy, yeah. and I think others do too. I feel when I when I see you share your story, I always think I relate to it because um, I think that the breakthrough or of, of the through the the barrier of like fear, and you know, you you talked about how you're uh, you know you had some anxiety or some you know, and you and you said to be vulnerable, you know, um, vulnerability is huge. I mean, if we can't, right? I mean. Yeah. You kind of have to go inside. Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah. So, um, you know, what kind no, the real estate side, tell everybody kind of what kind of clients though, that your, that your team, that you serve, what do, what do they look like? I mean, is there, uh, is there an ideal type client or types of clients that you work with? I mean, obviously buyers, sellers, you work on both sides in the real estate market, yep. which by the way, guys, um, you know, tougher year less closings happened across the country and here comes somebody that's you know from a different state brand new to the area and crushing it and so i mean it just goes to show you that if you have a plan and you execute the plan um and you get out out of your comfort zone things are good things are gonna happen things can happen right yeah yeah, yeah. um as far as buyers and sellers go 
Uh, I work with a lot of business owners, business okay. like-minded people, yeah. um, you know, all the way from first time home buyers to third, fourth house. You know, I do a lot of investment too. Um, so short-term rental is obviously super hot here in mm-hmm. Nashville. Um, I've probably closed 10 of those this year. Uh, I work with some folks that do fix and flips, um, people looking for a portfolio of long-term rentals, you know, I invest, I'm kind of got my hand in a little bit of everything as well. So yeah, I mean, that's really my ideal client is just someone who knows what they want or is seeking the guidance to get what they want. Right. Right. The wishy-washy type of client. Right. Kind of like, right. are we doing this or not? Right. right? And maybe right. that's my fast-paced Bostonian right. Right. in me. <laughs> so still, but, you, you still, you still draw back from your roots from that, right? Just, yeah. I mean, like a good Bostonian, New York or whatever. I mean, you're, you know, there is that, that Northeast mentality of just, you got to be tough. I mean, heck, you got to be tough to get through six feet of snow per year or something like that, right? <laughs> it's a different breed. You got, I don't understand it. There was one point where my little Honda Civic, you couldn't see. The snow was so high. It was, how would you it show homes? Over it. How would you yeah. show, I mean, like, if you were a realtor there, how, how do people, that's why I always- Man, you got to buy a truck, four-wheel right? drive, baby. I love no those excuses. <laughs> I love those pictures where they show people uh, when they open the front door and there's snow like halfway, halfway up. up. It's like, all right, hey, we're going to go in and see this one. It's like, oh, I guess we're not. You know, so <laughs> that's what. So impact. Talk about that, man. What's coming up with that? You've got a few things. Yeah. So we've got an event in March. It's going to be pretty big. Um, we're going to have a couple speakers, do a little education piece, bring in some new partnerships and activations. Uh, as we progress in 2023, you know, we're really, really trying to build partnerships and really help some small business, especially local here. That's kind of one of the biggest pieces that I love about this because being the entrepreneur, you know, leaving the corporate world, you know, buying a company, growing it, selling it, you know, I owned a consulting company, I own an event company, right? So all those changes are exciting. And I think if I can help the local entrepreneur business community and give them a stage, you know, or bring the audience for them, It'll help grow their businesses as well, right? And then you 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 pick cool venues too, like what? And you right now you're looking for perhaps a, a venue. So if someone's out there listening. Yeah, we're um, always interested in yeah. you know. Yeah, you got to have 175 people. You got to have a decent spot for them to be able to yeah to meet, right? Yeah, but I think that too, right? Like you know, when we first started, my whole goal was okay. If something opened in the last three months, we're doing the event there. So I was kind of, because we didn't have the marketing and I didn't have the team yet, I was like, let me jump on the back of the venue. Right. And it worked out well. Cause I'm like, oh, I don't really know impact and I don't really know Jim, but the W hotel opened last month and we're going to an event there. Okay. I'm there. (laughs) It's amazing what people will, will, will show up. If you, if you have a, a picture where people can take a picture, uh, somebody, some value, you got to bring value. Right. Um, that's, when you get a lot of people together, good things happen. And yeah. you, you always have good, good folks coming in and speaking and providing value. I think that's huge for the community. And I think people just gravi- gravitate towards value, man. Yeah. I mean, you know. And I think too, it's a forum of conversation, right? So like you come to an event, you may have an idea or a plan, right? Because we, we plan, we like to plan. Um, but the uniqueness of the event, I think, gets you out a little bit out of that business, business, business element. Yeah. It allows you to open up and show personality. One of the things that I think has been amazing for Impact is no business cards. Mm. So the whole goal is to come and make two friends. And friends will equate to business 
especially when you're liked and trusted, right? So if you come and, and just, and this is what I hated about events, business card, business card, business card, yeah. no 101s after, no follow-up. I don't even know if you have kids. I don't know if you even like the Red Sox or the eight, right. right? So my whole goal of building it was how do we position it to where it's not the same thing like every other event where a business card goes out. Right. It's a it's a situation where you need to engage. And, and and if you're engaging, you're gonna feel comfortable to give someone your personal cell phone or grab their phone and put your number in it, right? So we see a ton of that, but I think that really helps drill down and help people communicate not just, oh, business card and to the next person, to the next person, right? It's like, oh, I know your story. Mm-hmm. I know where you're from. I know all these details about you. And, you know, hopefully those relationships get built. And when there's good relationships, I mean, I like to, I want to do business with all my friends. Yeah. I want to sit at the round table right. at the JW on the roof, right? right. And drop $25,000 on yeah. dinner and not yeah. care and right. be surrounded with all my business partners and all my friends. So, I mean, it sounds like it's very strategic, brother. I mean, you know, you're talking about things that you're not having the cocktails, not having the business cards. I mean, you're, it's almost like a social elixir. I mean, you know, they say alcohol, you drink kind of, you know, it opens you up so you can speak. I mean, I think that's originally what it's intended to do. Um, but then here we are, you're, it's really socially, that's just kind of what happens also when you just start communicating with people and opening up and tearing it away, right? Yep. That's the goal remove the boundaries. It's a comfortable space. You know, there's a lot of good people in the room. Um, often people are like, is this a real estate event? I'm like, no, actually a majority of people aren't in real estate that come. Right. Right. All kinds of um, entrepreneurs. All types of entrepreneurs. So it's, yeah. Yeah. Really great, great place. Um, now d- did you sort of just figure this out trial and error, the strategic part of that, or did you sort of think model it at your, your events after anyone else or say, Hey, this, I, um, this looks cool. I'll do it this way. It doesn't no, seem that way. No, I, 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 so I was in the hospitality world. That's what brought me here. Right. So I didn't throw events. I didn't do events, but I, I was around it. Right. Like I, I seen the run of the show and stuff like that, but that's really about it. Yeah. Um, just ran with it. Yeah. Just figured, Hey, there's a problem here. It's COVID. And no one's having events and I need yeah. to meet people. And this is how I met all the people since I moved here. So I'm like, I'm going to build this thing. And then I just kind of figured it out. And, you know, we revised it. And there's some people that have worked for me in the beginning on as a consultant who came on as ops and kind of was like, you need to do this and don't forget about that. But I mean, ultimately, it was really trial and error and continuing to progress and do as best as I can and keep pushing that needle forward. And you just never gave up. I mean, that was one thing. I mean, you had this mentality when you came to town. I've got, and that one thing, I think you have your back up against the wall. Don't you think, dude, there's something about that. Like you, you really don't have a choice, right? I love it. It's, you, it's, sure, and I you mean, put, you just gave me goosebumps you put saying your, it. <laughs> and you put yourself in that situation. That's what I think, you know, I want our audience to hear because I think people get stuck, right? And they're, they're afraid, whatever's holding them back. And, and sometimes you have to put yourself, you just got to jump in the water and realize totally. that, hey, I've, I've swam before. I'll figure out how to swim across. Yes. Yes. Um, I'm a big, big proponent of putting my back against the wall. And what I tell everybody, I'm like, I'll live. I'll be okay. You know? And I think kind of, we were talking before about kind of my vulnerability and getting over some traumas and things like that, you know, where it's like, okay, I'm not my parents. I don't have the issues my parents had. So if this doesn't work financially or I'm in a bad situation, I'm not going to be in a situation they ever were. 
Right. Right. Because I don't do the things that they do. Right. So for me, I'm like, I'm never going to end up that bad. Things are going to be all right. <laughs> I'll figure it out. Right. You know, it's worked so, out well. I think it's worked out but well. I think it's just trial and error and, you know, positive mindset. You got to, you just got to keep pushing and, it, and something's going to hit. Right. Everybody talks about your one conversation, your one person away from what you want in life. Right. Well, to get to that, you got to keep pushing and trying. Right, because that person could be you five have, years, ten years, twenty. All right. So you're having lots of conversations. That's what I hear. You're 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 getting in front of a lot of people, and that's not just one to one. Yeah, that's the goal. Trying to. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> the mentors. Did you do you ever have a mentor? Did mentorship play a role in your life? Um, you know, early on, I didn't. Honestly, I, re- I really didn't. I was lost. Or man. coaching, whatever. Yeah, I was lost early on. I made a lot of money young, partied, kind of made stupid decisions, didn't really think about the future. Like I mentioned earlier, didn't think I was going to have ever have children or a wife. Just kind of was like, oh, I'll figure it out. Um, but what I always did when I was working in the corporate world, and I remember having a conversation with the owner of the company. I worked at this company for 11 years from age 17 to 27. Uh, sorry, from age 16 to 27. And one of the things he said, he's like, you know what's really great about you? You, you, you take what you like or what you agree with and you, you analyze what you don't like and then you implement to make sure you don't do the things that you don't like and you do the mm. things you do like. So I guess for me, I didn't have one person to ever go to until a couple of years ago, honestly. Um, but at the end of the day, I think I was always analyzing everybody, yeah. right? Because, you know, I was a director of hospitality for the company, the youngest director. Um, All my peers were older. Um, You know, I had direct line to the president of the company, vice president, COO, CEO. I mean, I learned a ton from them, but I also saw things I did not like that they did. And I was always analyzing that. So I think at a young age, that helped me out. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, more previous, you know, more recent, Mm -hmm. I, I definitely have coaches, I think, you know, a coach in every aspect of life. Um, so one of my coaches is real estate specific, but you know, they've probably the last two sessions, we probably talked about parenting and marriages all the time. Not right. one thing about real estate. Cause I think it all goes together, right. right? If your health isn't good, you can't be a good partner. Right. You can't be a good parent. You can't have 100%. a good social life. You can't have a good work life. You right. can't have wealth. Right. right. So if I hit all these things and categorize them appropriately and plan, then I think I'll, I'll be all right. And I think a lot of that is success to this accountability program that I've built for myself. Every week, me and my wife on Sunday morning, sit down at 8 a.m. and go through a spreadsheet of accountability in all those areas of our life. And it's open communication. She knows what I'm doing. There's no what, what, why you out late or she knows that I'm going to an event and the goal here, right? Um, you know, I know what's going on in her world. Right. We talk about who we want our daughter to be as we grow. We talk about what we're trying to do as health. You know, this week we're buying these new mushroom organic pills and we're trying that out, right? Nice. Just kind of from a health perspective. So I think that honestly is the foundation and the base of everything in my life is making sure me and my partner, my wife are aligned and we're holding each other accountable and we're there to cheer each other on. We're there to ask each other for help. We're vulnerable. And, and that document we use is on Google Docs. So as the week progresses, I can see where she's at with things. She yeah. can see where I'm at. And a couple of weeks ago, I was like, hey, babe, I know you didn't do this. And she's like, oh, I'm struggling. I'm like, let's talk about it. 
that's what dinner is about now tonight right. because I had that tool to go in and look and be like, oh, she said she's going to do that on Monday. It's Thursday. So it gave me that communication to go help her. So I think accountability is big in all aspects of life. Well, also what I hear you describing is intentionality. I mean, you're very intentional with what you're doing. I mean, when you, that's powerful, man, for people to hear when you're setting up a time at 8 a.m. with your wife on Sunday mornings to go through, um, you know, what, life. What life you know, <laughs> let's go through this week. And I think when I see healthy marriages, um, you know, I, I think of Albert Preciado out in California and his wife, uh, you know, they meet together. They'll go to the spa together and they'll go through. The, it's like a date day almost. Yep. You know, and they make time for that. I mean, the multimillionaires and all this, but it doesn't matter because they're intentional because they realize that foundation, that's not there. You know, the whole house crumbles, whole house as we crumbles. know, in real estate. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, like you said, the health thing, too, you've got to be, you can't just, you can't just hope, you can't, what do they call it, hopium? You can't just hope things are going to work out, right? Yeah, I love that one. I'm like, what? <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, you know, I, in my personal opinion, the one a week date night isn't enough. It's just not enough. So if I can do an accountability meeting every Sunday, get ready for the week, plan, be intentional, do the date night once a week, right? That way, this is a little bit more focused and dialed in. The date Mm -hmm. night's a little bit more fun and entertainment. I think our marriage will be all right. I hope so. It's still new. (laughs) Yeah, you guys haven't been married that long, huh? Uh, Since July. Wow. Man, I take action. (laughs) I take action. I met her a year and three months ago we got engaged after five dated after well we dated after two engaged after five, you know so are, are you listening are you guys out there if you're listening i mean that's i'm so glad you said that word action because what you did is you take massive action but you also take imperfect action what is imperfect taking imperfect action when you hear that what does that mean to you it means go do it and don't let paralysis analysis Analysis, paralysis. Yeah, Anal- so paralysis, paralysis, paralysis yeah. by analysis, we know, yeah. right? So I don't have all everything figured out. I did a post on Facebook a couple of weeks ago, uh, basically saying like, hey, I don't have all the answers. I hope everybody loved my event, you know, yada, yada, yada. And at the end of the day, I'm trying. If you've got any education, any advice, right? I'm willing to listen. I love it. I don't think I'm better than anybody. I want to grow. But like, just so everybody knows, I'm trying, right? Because yeah. there are a lot of people are like, oh, I couldn't find the event because the venue, they couldn't get up to the room and all that. You know, kind of kind of some negative comments from a feedback standpoint, which is great because it helps me grow. Um, but I'm like, man, I'm trying, you know? Like, I got a lot going on right now, <laughs> right, right. right? I got married, I got the baby, the pregnant wife, yeah. I own an event company, you know, I still transact real estate, Yeah. you know, 56 transactions last year, 33 Boom. this year, so... Yeah, just just trying, man, and growing. Yeah, massive action. Um, I think that's just the key, brother. I mean, so many times you just people get stuck. Um, I'm just so encouraged when I see uh, someone like yourself, young, um, you know, moving across the country, and you know, starting something new. Uh, you know, but really, at the at the bottom core of it, you said, "I'm gonna I'm gonna make a plan." as best that I can, yep. I'm going to take some massive action. And so, and with that comes this mindset of like abundance. Like I'm just not going to, uh, something good's going to happen. Right. Yeah. And you're going to learn along the way. I mean, what is, when you hear the word failure, does that, 
because I've never, I don't know that I've ever heard you say that word. So I wonder, I wonder, does it, does it have a meaning to you? What does it, because it means different things to different people, I think. I think there's, so for me, fail, if you learned, you don't fail, right? So I think, that, I think there's a difference. There's, there's failure and there's fear. Yeah. I like fear. Mm. right? And it drives me and it motivates me and it gets me up in the morning, right? This conference, this 500 person conference, I'm front loading this with all my personal money. This is a huge risk. It's every dollar I have, every credit card will be maxed out to get this thing off the ground and, and go for this year, right? That's fear. Put me in the corner. That's a healthy fear. That's a healthy fear. I'm going to yeah. use that to motivate. I'm going to yeah. use that to go pound the sand. I'm going to use that to go, you know, my goal is to see 250 companies in, the, in Q1 of next year and sign up groups for this conference because I think it can help sales teams. I think it can help leadership teams, management teams, executive teams. Um, So I'm going to pound the pavement and make it happen. And and if it doesn't, I learned. I learned that that tactic didn't work. So guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to pivot and transition. Maybe it it isn't companies. Maybe I go talk to 250 churches. Yeah. Right? I don't know. (laughs) I mean, brother, the more more I talk to people that are successful, the the more this the message boils down to a few, a few things like like what you're saying it's you know mindset you know forget about the working hard thing I mean that just kind of just comes with it like you said earlier I think off camera is that anyone can work hard yep you know but you can also work yourself in a circle hard you know and the fear may keep someone in that circle totally you know whether in, in the healthy fear I mean it really goes back to just I mean primal where we had a fear of uh, you know. A, a large animal chasing us, you know, and we had to survive. It, we had to, that had to propel us to either crawl, do something. Yes. Either the fear is going to make you figure out a way to kill the animal and eat the animal or, or hide from the, or hide from the animal or, or get, build something to protect yourself from the animal, but not go into a cave and just never come out. Yeah. Right. <laughs> this is really not a lot of life happens that way. Right. Tick tock, tick tock. Right. When's the lion coming to eat me? Right. 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 <laughs> Yeah. I mean, that's what it seems like to me when you're, when I, when I hear your story, I mean, you just, you know, you, you, you were fearless. I mean, not, and I don't, you did have fear, but you, you, you went into the fire. Yeah. I need to ran into the fire. I need to use the fear to push through. Yeah. With the focus of growth. I think that's the biggest thing. You know, if you're not looking to continually grow, it's tough when you fail because you're not looking at it from the lens of, well, I failed but I learned a lot and I'm growing from that. Yeah. So if you don't have the growth mindset, I think failure can consume you in ways. So like, how are you different? Would you say from a year ago or two years ago? Like say a year ago, I I guess, really, like, like you said, you had more transactions, 50 something, or whatever, and maybe this year's less, but like you're a different person and other things have grown in other areas. Clarity, yeah. clarity. I know what I want. I know where I am. I know where I want to go and I'm building the plan to get there. Yeah. Right. Um, and I think for a long time, I didn't want to make the hard decision of this is where I want to go. I just wanted to kind of float around and and hope things worked out. Um, but once you define it, it's, it's second nature. You live by it. And, you know, for me going back to accountability and just, you know, relationships and reputation, if I say I'm going to do something, the last thing I want is to not do it because I think that's a major character flaw. So I maybe sometimes open my mouth a little too much, but it drives me to make that shit happen <laughs> at yeah. the end of the day, yeah. you know, cause I'm like, I said it, I got to do it. Yeah. So, you know, using that to push me and 
and help me grow. Well, I think you're amazing, dude. Like for clients out there that think, okay, man, I, I dig this guy. I dig what he's saying. How do how do people how do people reach you? How do, how do, how do they work with you and your team? Yeah. So uh, therealjimmorris.com is probably the best way to get in touch with me. The Real Jim Morris on Instagram. I answer all my DMs. Those links in here. Yeah. Yep. I answer all my DMs personally. There's no AI bot or you know anything like that. Um, you know my YouTube show, the Jim Morris, the Real Jim Morris show. It's where all my content lives and sits. You know, I just started doing webinars for the first time, nice. literally this week. I think I'm still sweating through my shirt uh, because I was so nervous and scared. But you know, that was amazing. So on my socials, you can see my link tree, and, and it will have all those opportunities to help others and and chat. You know, I'd love to chat with anybody and talk shop, talk business strategy. It's something I love to do. So would love to hear from any of the viewers and see how I can help and, you know, educate if that's an opportunity. So I always ask this question, um, you know, if you weren't doing what you're doing now, if you can maybe take yourself out of that, because I know you got a lot of things going on. So just doesn't have to be well thought out, but I mean, what would you see yourself doing? What could you see yourself being out there? A pilot. Pilot. Yep. I, uh, I was going to go into the Air Force and I was too tall to fly. And they were like, well, you can do this and that. And you're a smart kid. And this is when I was younger, right? And I'm yeah. like, the only re- way I'm going in is to fly. So that was something that kind of got short-lived. You know, before I moved to Nashville, I took a couple flight school classes. I flew down to Martha's Vineyard in a Cessna with a friend who owned it. You know, I think that's probably where I would be if I wasn't doing this today. Um, maybe flying private or commercial even, yeah. Yeah. if they allowed me. If I shrunk a couple you're gonna inches. On, you're going to fly on your plane, man? Let's go, baby. Gonna, if you want to get in when I'm flying, that's right. That's right. That's you right. got to trust me. <laughs> well, guys, um, this has been great. I mean, Jim, uh, if you want to work with him and his team, uh, I can't say enough good things about this guy. I, I, you have to so align yourself, surround yourself with with great people. It just, it is what it is. And the more you do that, the more you're going to, you're going to grow. I mean, in the hard things and in the, in the, uh, the, the camaraderie is where growth take place, right? It's where it takes place. It's, it's in the quote unquote failure because you're learning, like we talked about, um, you know, uh, Jim came down here, you know, there was no, there was really no plan B. I mean, essentially, I mean, you basically just said, I'm going to make this work. And if it, you know, there that was it. And then I guess if it didn't, then you would talk about that. And then you just be the next thing that you're just going to, you know, not what next wall you're going to knock down. Right. Or climb over whatever it is. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's it, man. Exactly. So thanks again, um, guys like, uh, and, uh, subscribe below, reach out to Jim and, uh, have a great week. Thanks for tuning in.